The following story was a winner in our 1,000-word fast fiction contest. If you enjoy tales like this, head on over to coldopenstories.com. On the site, you'll find our call for submissions, writing competitions, and community of authors and voice talent. You'll also be able to check out our award-winning full-cast audio dramas, fan fiction, and original content. And now, Cold Open Stories presents Efficiency, written by Justin Boyle and performed by Luca Huber. Nathaniel hesitated before loading the shotgun. The shell was one of engineer Abimelech's personal creations. It housed an inverted cone of vector depth behind a copper plate, which inverted into a molten slug upon detonation. A shaped charge projectile, able to punch through a half inch of ceramite. Abimelech was good at making weapons. Nathaniel slit the shell into the weapon and wrecked the slide. He knew what he had to do. The sense of vertigo could be chalked up to the fading effects of adrenaline and supplementary stims. Nathaniel was keenly aware of how everything hurt. It wasn't just the fragmentation in his leg or the cut on his scalp. It was a bone-deep ache in his muscle and a brand new wound to the soul. But Nathaniel counted himself lucky. Of all the colonists, he was the only one who had served a stint in the guard. He'd seen and done terrible things, and left pieces of his conscience all over the segmentum. It was a mistake to assume the wars had left him anesthetized to the horror. A woman crouched next to a gun servitor, one arm rested on the caterpillar tracks, and her face was buried in her elbow. The floor was littered with heavy stubber casings. It stank of lubricant and carbon. The weapon was almost two meters tall, mounting quad stubbers that reminded him of a Hydra flak tank, branded in miniature. The biological targeting system looked as if it had been added as an afterthought. The fact that the installation was a rush job didn't help. He tried not to stare too long. The ancient seer was waiting. The command throne was a mess of wires and pipes, much like the occupant. If Abimelech felt any undeserved satisfaction, Nathaniel couldn't see it. The brick red robes and thorough augmentation concealed most of his ugly face. It was impossible to tell precisely what Abimelech was doing. The screens surrounding the throne displayed gibberish patterns of machine code that Nathaniel could not decipher. The ancient seer did not move, with the exception of his mechanical third arm, that occasionally adjusted the dials. 
a servo skull drifted to within a foot of Nathaniel's face and studied him for a moment. Whatever its purpose, the machine was apparently satisfied. It moved away without comment. Nathaniel felt a sudden hatred for the thing that he had never felt before. The damned things were common as rats, especially around tech priests, and usually Nathaniel would have ignored it completely, but now it made his heart burn with contempt. Speak, Abimelech prompted. He did not look up from his work, whatever it was. The voice was a flat, mechanical buzz that lacked any inflection and originated from the right shoulder rather than the throat. It's over, Nathaniel said. I know this. The mechanical arm moved to a new dial and rotated it slightly. Hostile forces have been routed and withdrawn to 18 kilometers. I estimate 37% casualties among the hostiles, when compared to 14% casualties among defenders. At this point, Abimelech finally condescended to look at Nathaniel. He was a mechanical cyclops, with a mask of rococo pattern bronze surrounding a single green optic lens, centered directly over the bridge of his nose. An ornamented gorget concealed most of his lower face. Nathaniel had seen the engine seer often enough to know that he had no lower jaw, but rather a mass of wires and tubes piped directly into a neck hole that he hesitated to call a mouth. The colonists performed above expectations, Abimelech continued. Combat efficiency and responsiveness were far below standard for regular military forces, but nonetheless above that expected of disorganized militia. But the servitors, Nathaniel said, angry that Abimelech would so blatantly ignore the proverbial hydrophant in the room, also performed above expectations, the ancient seer interrupted. Now he rose from his throne, cables snaking across the deck and disappearing beneath his robes. He stood straight, with his back unnaturally erect, looking down on the peasant before him. Nathaniel couldn't help but feel a little intimidated. But he knew how to handle fear, and at that moment he was too pissed off to care. Combat servitors displayed acquisition speed and synaptic alacrity 21% above baseline. This is almost certainly due to the donor subject's heightened reaction and improved visual acuity. I estimate the servitors were responsible for 78% of all hostile casualties. It is safe to say we would not have survived the encounter without them. Abimelech began to turn back towards his apparatus, but he hesitated as if he forgot something. The tortured face turned back to Nathaniel and regarded him for a moment. 
the single optic lens made a scraping sound as it refocused. You should be proud, Abimelech said. At that, Nathaniel raised the shotgun and put a shaped charge penetrator straight through Abimelech's eye. It was a practiced and fluid movement, honed to the point of instinct by hours of drills and bloodshed across a half dozen battlefields. The gunshot in the confined space was deafening. He could hear nothing past the squeal of tinnitus. Abimelech stiffened, but did not fall. Without his inputs, the augmatic limbs just locked in place, turning him into a flesh and bronze statue. Nathaniel pumped the shotgun and ejected the spent shell onto the floor. Heartless son of a bitch. He shouldn't have used the children.